What's up? Hey, welcome to another episode of The Thoughtless Experiment. My name uh, is Tony. Sean, Sean is my name. <laughs> <laughs> episode 37. See, we, we tried to do the professional intro, but it doesn't work. I don't think, I don't, we don't need an intro. People like raw. People like it raw. People like it raw. Yeah, that's why there's a lot of children out there that were unplanned. Because <laughs> people like it raw. It's, it's better raw. Raw in the morning with Tony and John. Tell us your best raw dog stories. First caller. So I was fucking my bitch raw. <laughs> All right, next caller. <laughs> so I was fucking my bitch raw. <laughs> next caller. So me and my bitch were hanging out, uh, and we wanted to fuck. She said, do you have a condom? And I said, yeah, wink. And then I started fucking her raw. Nice. <laughs> nice. And then what'd you do? I just fucked her until I came. Nice. <laughs> That's what radio was for thirty years. That's you guys. <laughs> that was radio. Nice. That was the Howard Stern show. Nice. Our next caller uh, fucked his wife. Our next caller is into little people. What do you like about them? I like that they fit in my bag. Nice. <laughs> I put a midget in a in a suitcase. You can't say that word. Well, real. <laughs> Are you real serious? You can't say I, that. No, word. I did step over a little bit, and in, in my head, I was like. Uh, that word is <laughs> that word is pretty. I was like, I almost didn't say it. I almost didn't say it. It's a harsh word. There was a, when we were in Chicago, they were advertising a little people wrestling, but they were calling it M word wrestling, right? And it was a little person saying, "Hey, come to our midget wrestling event." And I looked at him and I said, "You can't say that." And he goes, "I can say it." And I go, "No, no one can." Or remember, that was in the bar. Mm-hmm. Wait, was that someone passing out flyers? Yeah. Did you? But you know, and when when we were in Indiana, did you see that flyer? Yeah, that was the event. I saw one of them. Oh, <laughs> I saw. Well, one, don't say that. One of don't the little people. One of them. That's the thing. It's hard. I want to just say the M word. Yeah, I saw one of the guys in the event. Should we actually not say that word? I don't know. Can, can you say? Are you really? Can you look it up? We because we want we don't want to. You want me to anybody. type in? Can you say midget? That's yes. what you want me to type in. To yes. My computer. Yes. <laughs> it says no, Tony. It says no. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even look it up. He didn't even look I, it up. I, I love it. He's just sitting That's, there grinning. No, it, <laughs> he's just sitting there. But grinning. continue, continue saying the M the M word. The M word. It just sounds pussy. The P. Where? Well, where, when you. Let's not be that popular. Well, there, not- are, there are some people in this world that say when you say the N word, they're like, that just sounds pussy, but you don't actually say well, the, the word. I think the N word is different from the M word. It's a lot different. The N word is a lot worse. Which one? The N, N is a Nancy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one N is a Nancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, the, not that. Na- not- yeah. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. The Nancy Pelosi is way worse than the Mitch McConnell. Yeah. And M is in Nancy. I don't know. No. What's, a, what's a word that we say now that you, you don't think we should say anymore? Uh, I don't know. Friendship. <laughs> I lost a friend this weekend. Our friendship is under attack. <laughs> Our friendship is under attack. Oh. I don't know. What's a word? Uh, or what's a word that you think that we say now that we won't be able to say? Abidextrous. What's that? It's where you can use both hands. It should and just be bisexual. <laughs> you say ab. I think it's ambidextrous. No, no it's abidextrous. Abidextrous. <laughs> Are you? I. You know? Have you got? Have you guys ever been ambidextrous? Using being able to use being both able hands. to use both I hands. I can vape with my left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty good at it. You know what they say? A guy that vapes with his left hand 
is a loser. <laughs> Sorry. Come up with a better road. Do we have to bring another guest on to cover your weight? I'll go on the street and be like, you want to be a guest? Sean's off today. Also, and then the guest is like, you're a loser. loser. And also, I'm like, ah! We did have a... It's Sean with a mask. <laughs> also, we did have two really solid guests, but I think people like... No, no, we're back. This we're is back. we wanted to, to come. A, we wanted to we come wanted back. To do a just talk to y'all. Just us. Episode. Check in. Just say hey, what's up, guys? Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Are we ending the episode already? Just <laughs> no, you, no. Said, you said the M word. <laughs> you're, you're already sweating. You're like, we'll be back next week. Be- beads of sweat down beads my face. Sweat. I've learned you can't say uh, Aborigine. What? Like if you go to oh, Australia, for Australia, yeah, and you say that to them, that's that's there. Aborigines. Abor- yeah, but they're Aborigines. Which people are the, like the koala bears? Those are indigenous Australian yes, people. Yes, correct. Uh, the, <laughs> right? Your Patty Mills. I thought. Oh, I thought no one lived on Australia. I thought no. Oh, it's the one place because you know how in America uh, they put everybody that was native on uh, reservations over there. They put all the white people on reservations. That's why they live in Sydney and the big towns and the rest of Australia is for them. Mm. Yeah, because they were prisoners. Correct. Australia was a prison state. It still is. It's true. Yeah, I would never get caught dead I, in Australia. It's uh, Sydney's gorgeous. I've heard. You've heard? Yeah. You haven't yeah. heard about the koala gangs that are attacking their city because of the left policies the, over the there. The left, the left is is creating koala gangs. Dude, that's what I love Australia. about the news. Is like I was a little scared because we went to Chicago. I was a little scared about going to Chicago because every day on like the news you hear like if you go to if you are in Chicago, you're dead. Like it's like if you live in Chicago, if you, you go to those parts. Yeah. No, but like they just say Chicago. Yeah. They just say Chicago. So they're like if you're in Chicago and you're outside past 11 o'clock, you're dead. Yeah. And then we were out until like four in the morning and it was actually really nice and and fun. great weather great weather and well, fun. they made a movie about it Chirac so yeah, yeah. But, like I genuinely we weren't in Chirac no, genuinely because yeah. like for instance like Greg Abbott here will be like oh love Texas it's so safe here I felt more safe downtown Chicago at 4 a.m. than I did 6th street at midnight and now you're no longer a Texan congratulations <laughs> no but I did though no you know dude 6th street at midnight after midnight 6th street turns into Iraq Tony do you remember this shit dude do you remember we were in the bar that sh- you know, whatever at the last, one of the shows we did at a bar, mm-hmm. one of the uh, crowd members that came out to the show, um, we mentioned, oh yeah, we came, we did some shows in Chicago, and then she goes, you were in Chicago, don't you watch the news? Yeah, I'd never go to Chicago. I had, yeah, she's like, how? Why would you go to Chicago? And we're like, actually, we didn't see, and she's like, it's dangerous, and we're and it's like, no, it's actually. There's actually lots of parts of every city. How that far are, is this town from from Chicago? Oh, uh, it was. Uh, it's wind. in a cornfield. We did like a. Like a <laughs> it really was. It was Indiana. I did twenty minutes on corn. Oh yeah, of course. It, they're but, not leaving. They're not leaving Indiana. No, it was uh, Winslow, Indiana. Winfield. Winfield. Yeah. Great people. Good. No, mostly good down to earth people that can laugh at themselves, but they a, can a laugh few, at, yeah. a few eggs that were like. You know, no, you could tell. Just, it's that weird, pretentious, small city like argument where they're just like, why would you want to yeah. live in the big city where they have a lot of things going on? I was born in a small town. Yeah, it was weird. It, I, because, dude, Chicago, I don't know. It's just the news, man. It's like the news makes it seem. It like, affected me too. I was like, I thought when the plane lands, we get shot up, we get pumped <laughs> full of lead immediately. Yeah. 
for wearing like a red shirt. You get pumped full of lead. But no. But it's, it's like fine. any city. It's any city. Just yeah. stay away from certain areas. And you're going to be fine. Pretty much. Yeah. Dude, same with New York. I mean, I think it's like this thing. I think people, is it, is it, okay, here's, here's, is it old people? Is it, is it like racist people? No. Is it, what is, what is the, or is it just it's, stupid people it's that statistics. are. Statistics statistics and there's there's some truth to that like you also, don't want to be in chicago in certain parts after midnight you yes, don't yes or and, but if you're not a dumbass you can look around are you not a are you do you have eyes yeah i, I look th- around i think though i think i think the reason so most major cities are liberal so I think the main reason is they want you to to be like fucking don't go to those liberal cities those are where you you'll die. Stay in your little pocket where it's safe. You're like little white, you know, everybody looks like you in your pocket. Stay there. Cuz right. you go to the big city where fucking people are mixed, that's where where you'll die. And it's like True. Yeah. I don't want to defend big cities too much though. No, I think big, big cities, cities are terrifying. I think I Have you th- been to Chicago? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, no. Chicago's fucked. <laughs> No, no, no. Seriously, I was yeah. there like last weekend. Yeah. I almost got shot yeah, like four times. I walked right off the plane and they're like, fucking give me your wallet. And I was like, but that's where all my money is. <laughs> then they said, are you Christian? And I went, uh, yes. Bam, 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 bam. And they're like, we like everybody except Christians here. And I'm like, this is a war on Christianity. <laughs> there is a war on Christianity. Then they took my child and put him in an internment camp. Yeah, and then I asked, I went to my local Starbucks and I said, oh man, I'm so excited for the holiday season. Are you guys going to have like a nice Christmas decoration? up and they say we don't celebrate that holiday here and I said they're stealing Christmas <laughs> it's right the right is always right that's why they're called the right <laughs> you say the right or the right the right the right so you like trying to put me in holes don't you <laughs> no oh, I do not like putting you in holes old l- putting us in holes doesn't he no he, he keeps us in check Tony he does you are a fascist Nazi <laughs> I was just verifying that's all just for the listeners that's only all. on the weekend you know working on the weekend like usual Dude, I love listening to Drake at an airport it makes me feel so powerful yeah and I'm already so powerful you're not that powerful you like Hurts. Do you like listening to Drake on the airport? In in the airport when you screw over your friend on sleep? <laughs> All right. Okay, we got in an argument. And Josh, oh, we need you. No, there was you're a little. Conf- you're, is, is this the first roommate argument? I wouldn't say our. It's it, it didn't happen in our it's apartment, more of a so it doesn't count. It's as more a of a legal dispute. I'm suing Tony. That's yeah. basically <laughs> no. Okay. Do you know okay. What happened? You tell no. You tell your side, and then you tell your and side. then I tell my side. So. Sean had made a comment that I snore like a chainsaw. I believe right? that. And I, I believe it too. And I know I do. But it's like. And it's, I made a sound effect. That's kind of what it sounds like. Yeah. And my thing is. Am I self-conscious about it? To be honest. Yeah. Because as a fat guy, it's the one thing like when I'm asleep. That I can't control, you know, like sweaty. I can get towels. I can get, you know, different shirts. I can carry with me. But when you're asleep, you can't control it. Like I have to sleep on my stomach. But if I fucking flip over, we're fucked, yeah. right? And I can't control it. So we're at the airport, and I'm laying on the floor. Where we have to spend the night at the airport. I'm sleeping on the floor, and Sean comes up to me and he goes, "Hey man, I'm gonna sleep over there, just because you know you snore and stuff." And I was just like. Yeah, man, I'm sorry about that. That's fine, right? Yeah. You fucking go sleep over there. So I'm on the floor 
this hard fucking airport floor. Mm-hmm. It is a an, very hard sleeping floor. Sleeping on an elevated, like my neck is on an elevated, uh, on an elevated backpack. So I'm just on my stomach, just like sleeping like a, like a dying turtle. Wait, your ass up at the airport? No, my, my head is up. Yeah, so but you're, but you're, you're, okay, go ahead, continue. Are you on your stomach? I'm you're on, on your stomach. stomach. So your ass is up. My ass Thank is you. up, yeah. In Chicago. Your in ass Chicago. is up yeah. at a Chicago airport. Yeah, or hair. You're really living it up. Yeah. Lori Lightfoot had a dildo. <laughs> Lori <laughs> Lightfoot wanted, came in. And she, she was took, like, what she are you bought? She took Christmas and she took my dignity. <laughs> Stop snoring. <laughs> so I'm She sli- defunded the police <laughs> so she could, all right. So I wake up. Two hours in, my neck's hurting. I got nothing. You know, my body's just aching. Hard airport floor. Right. So I woke up and I'm like looking. I was like, where's Sean sleeping? You know, maybe. So I look up and Sean is like in a little area where like he found, you know, the chairs at the airport. Yeah. And there was like a little section where there were like five open and then a a rail. So you could just lay flat Mm -hmm. on these comfy little seats. Nice. And there were like four of them. Yeah. And he's just laying there sleeping like an angel. Mm-hmm. And so I go over there and I get like another 30 minutes of actually kind of decent sleep. And I was a little upset that Sean found this like comfy area mm-hmm. and was just like, you know what? I'm going to keep Tony on the floor in the corner. You know what? I don't blame Sean for any of this. Uh, you snore. Yeah, that's true. And so why would he invite? Hey, come over here and disturb my peace. I found this comfy area. So I you don't even have to say well, you have to say, Sean, I'm on your side already. Continue. I was actually about to say that. I don't even need to tell my side of the story. <laughs> Tony, you basically yourself. lost himself the argument. Yeah. It just, I, I, my neck was... Th- no, here was Tony's main complaint. Tony was, I, if I understand, I don't want to put words in your mouth. All right. Basically, what your complaint is this, is that, you know... You don't have the foresight to find to, to sleep on chairs when they're right next to you. Is that kind of what you're saying? No. <laughs> Am I right? No. And then no, you have okay, a problem actually, with snoring. Tony, what Tony's real problem was this. He was sat, he was frustrated. Look like a married couple. I feel that you are a bitch. <laughs> yeah. I love married couple. I feel that you need to do more around the house. Cause yeah. you, um, no, but basically you were frustrated that I didn't notify you. Of the chair, of the chairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that, like, or no, here's the main issue is that you felt like you couldn't sleep on the chairs near me because because I was there and, chain, and you were yeah. self-conscious about yeah, yeah. your uproarious snoring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uproarious. See, when you say stuff like that, it, yeah, uproarious, he'll do uh, it in front um, of strangers. No. <laughs> he'll be like, you know this guy? <laughs> 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 it's just like, do you really have to tell the the the, the girl I'm flirting at at the museum <laughs> that I snore like a chainsaw <laughs> right now. Like my thing that's is my that's thing that's is like my thing is like roast me in front of our friends. That's fine, but like when I'm talking to a girl at the museum and he just goes, you know, this guy, <laughs> like can't- it's Tony, it's the Chicago chainsaw massacre. <laughs> Wake up. So that, yeah, I was did I a do little that in front of that. That you did, yeah. I said that in front of the yeah, yeah, in front yeah. of the museum, in, the, in front of the girl, the poet. Like, yeah, yeah, in front of the poet. No, I didn't say. Yes, it. you did. Really? Yeah. That's. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Thank no, you. I'm really. I said that in front of the the poet. Yeah. Wow. We went to this museum. There was a poet. She did a poem. She wrote a really poem. funny poem. Mm-hmm. We told her we're comedians, and she's like, "Can I roast you?" And we're like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Oh, I don't want to hurt your feelings." And we're and we're then like, that's we don't get when offended. she says, 
And when she said, I don't want to hurt your feelings, and he goes, you looked at him, go, you won't hurt our feelings. See this guy? He snores like a chainsaw. <laughs> and then my feelings were hurt at that time. I was like, do you really have to tell strangers that we just Yeah, met? he does, because he threw you under the bus because he liked her. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I have a thing for poets. You, Yeah. He will my, immediately Sean, Sean throw you did, under the bus. Sean did fall in love. It was so funny. <laughs> but, hey, I for, I forgive you. Let's hey, throw it under the we, bus. I, I, we forgive each all other. All I ask, all I ask is next time, if I'm sleeping on the floor and I don't, if I missed seeing like a comfy area, just say, "Hey, Tony, there are comfy areas like this at the airport. Maybe find one uh, over there so you don't wake me up with your chainsaw snoring. <laughs> but just give me the option to look and not have to sleep on the floor. That's right. all I ask. I, I will, I will, I will do that in the future. Why does he have to give you the option to look? You can't. You can look. No, because I. Literally, I thought we were going to sleep in this area. He picked the area where I fell asleep, and he goes, uh, I'm, we're going to work here because they have outlets. Oh, that and was strategic. He was yeah. just like, I'm going to put him here. I already scoped out this other area. And I did get back, at, and, and this is petty. <laughs> Sean had left his belt next to me, right? This is all calculated moves by I know, Sean. I know. The more I hear about it, I'm like, you're not stupid, asshole. Yeah. I obviously what you're doing. No, his belt. <laughs> he left his belt near me. I'm eight steps. I'm he always left. eight steps ahead. <laughs> He left his belt near me, and when I saw him sleeping yeah. comfy, I was like, should I grab his belt? I was like, we'll see what happens with it. And I yeah. just moved away. And then when Sean woke up, he goes, where's my belt? And yeah. I go, the fucking airport took it. <laughs> so he had to travel without a belt. They took my belt. Yeah. And I, and as much as, like, you know, I would have. You deserved it. I would have appreciated you grabbing my belt as a friend. Um, I'm more <laughs> mad at the airport for taking my belt. That could have been. I fucking hate these dumbasses. Why? He's dumb. If you work at the airport or you have friends that work at the airport, <laughs> then I love you for, listen, <laughs> for listening to our show. They, f- they I took was, your belt. I, just, to, just, just put yourself in the headspace of a person. You're working at the airport. Your life sucks. Okay. <laughs> you Actually, I see why they took the belt now because they're <laughs> angry. You get to work. It's like 4.30 a.m. You're like, ah, I was up all night watching... Family Guy reruns, eating Hungry Man's, <laughs> right? I had no sleep. Get to the airport, smoke some crack in my car. Cracks, <laughs> Jesus. cracks nice. You get to the airport. Oh, I do a scan. I walk around, I scan the air. I'm security. Oh, I see a belt. Oh, I don't see anyone near the belt. Oh, look, there's two guys sleeping near the belt. Maybe one of them took the belt off. Well, they were so they could get some sleep and not have to have a un, like an uncomfortable belt buckle jam them in the fucking. Was the belt in like in arm's reach of you guys? No, no, it was it was like ten or fifteen feet away. Why the fuck was the belt? Who takes their belt off at the airport, throws it, <laughs> and it's like, oh, See, finally. That's, that, I'm on you your side. I'm on, no, I'm on your side with this yeah. because Sean wakes up and he goes, "Where's my fucking belt?" And I go, "Sean, you left the like I got yeah. up and I went to the comfy area." And he goes, he goes, these fucking, he starts yelling this at the airport. These fascists, they just take your fucking they, belt. They are fascists. And he's just yelling. He's yelling. And I go, hey, Sean, it's five in the morning. Yeah. Maybe let's not yell fascists. Hey, Tony, I didn't know my rights stopped after 4 a.m. <laughs> I didn't know I only had rights until 4 a.m. And then again at 6 a.m. No, airports aren't the place to. To get, have your rights. Yeah, to have angry, uproarious. I 
my property was stolen from me by the federal government. Airports. That's you, what happened. But the thing in airports is where you keep your voice at a level playing ground. Nope. You don't my, shout at airports. The only people my that can rights, shout at airports are pilots. Pilots that are late. They're like, I'm here. <laughs> and soldiers. Soldiers reuniting with their and family. And the Cinnabon lady. And the Cinnabon lady. She can yell. She yeah. can go fucking single file lineup. Yeah, single. Dude, remember we were we were at a convenience store. Oh, this is this whole all hell airport experience is a nightmare, mm. dude. And I'm sorry, we're, I'm sorry, we're making jokes about airports. We're in the convenience like, store. Am I right? Real quick though, the the belt being 15 feet. Away, if your bag was 15 feet away from you, it's counted as an unattended bag. Then I get it because that could be a bomb. Yeah. At the airport, the belt could be a, a snake. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't know. The, the belt has fentanyl inside, inside of it. We, this belt could have fentanyl. That's what they think. Yeah. Then they take it, and it's like, yeah, there was fentanyl in it. Somebody but can hang like, themselves with that belt. That's true. I should have hanged myself after that experience. I wanted to hang myself. <laughs> I want to hang myself outside the Chicago airport. Do you? With the sign that says, "You did this." Oh shit. Jesus. So what happened else at the airport? So, so we're getting snacks and, the, you know, they have two entrances. And one of the entrances, there's just like a trash can in the middle. So we And think then a cart with like a cart with restocking like cart. So we thought like, oh, they're just restocking here. So we try to walk through that entrance. Yeah. The lady goes, you can't enter through there. You must enter through here. Like an entrance like two feet away. And it was just like, is this really the biggest yeah. issue right now? <laughs> She's just yelling at everybody. Everybody's she goes, half asleep. That's why it's blocked off. That's why it's blocked off. And it's like, bitch, it's not blocked off. Yeah. You, you did didn't block it off. But that's her whole job is to get to yell at people. I True. Can't. It's power. And if I get to yell at people for going through the wrong door, and especially if it doesn't make any fucking sense, oh, I get off on that. You know what I mean? Not me personally, but if I'm working at the airport, I get off on that. Yeah. No, and then you're she right. asked for a pla- I asked for a plastic bag. She goes, it's seven cents. And I just go, that's fine. And she goes, it's seven cents. And I just go, I heard, I heard you the first time. Yeah. She like she was just looking for a fight. An excuse to, to yell at us. Also, it I mean, like I feel really bad for her. Why? Because she is a airport cashier. That's no one, no one wants to do that job. I feel bad for the TSA. The TSA. I look, don't. No, no, that's the one look, job I don't no, feel they bad. They look, they look sadder and sadder every day. Every time I see them, they look, literally the one guy. I go, hey man, how's it going? He goes, I'm tired, and I go, oh man, and he goes, I'm broken, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, he, he did just goes, say I'm that. broken, I'm tired, and I'm just like, oh, so these are the people that are trying to secure us. <laughs> I'm broken, I'm tired. Hey, America. If we really care about our airline safety, maybe don't let the TSA be a broke and be tired, dude. What did you? weren't you like? You got any cool vac- cool things coming up? And goes, no, I'm broke. Yeah, and I, he just goes, yeah. I go. What did you it? ask him when he said? I just go, hey man, how's it going? He goes, you know, life sucks. And I just go, oh man, don't you have like any? I bet you something good's coming up. And he goes, no, I'm just broken. I'm tired. And I just go, oh, man, same here. Same anyway, here. laptop's out of the bags. Yeah, laptop's out. He's just looking at like... Um, they make $26 an hour. That's, I mean, in... That's that's not like poverty, but bro, you have any sort right. of... Salaries for TSA screeners range from 11000 to 294000 What? That's a big... 
So 50, well, because they do a cost of living adjust, adjust, yeah, adjustment. Two thousand is the median. So oh. bad. With the top eighty six percent, three hundred thousand dollars a year. Top eighty six? No, that they. I think what they mean by that is top, top fourteen. 14. Yeah. Wait, you're telling me you can make three hundred thousand dollars doing TSA? Probably if you're like the manager of the TSA at an airport, if you're the head guy. I don't think anyone's making three hundred grand doing TSA. The average TSA in Houston makes sixty grand. That's fucked, bro. I mean, just not. Don't even have it. How at many that hours point. do you think they work? Can you look that up, bro? I bet you they work you to the fucking bone, dude. That job sucks dick. TSA would be a shitty job because you it's just you just repeat 40. Oh, and you just repeat the same thing over. Dude, people bring your laptop out, but your shoes on the conveyor belt. Fucking, if you're brown, you know where to stand. We're gonna <laughs> check you. Like, yeah, they, you know, you know how this goes. Also, man, I don't know. I feel man. like they like those people like touching strangers. Mm-hmm. They like it. Because they're like, I, I, don't, gotta, I, don't I gotta touch your side. Let's not call them pedophiles. I gotta touch you. No, we're adults. Okay. Because you're creeps. They're, not <laughs> they're creeps. They're of age. Yeah. I like to let me touch your pockets. All right. And you can't say no. You feel like you feel it's some greasy hand. And he's like, let me touch your pocket. Have you have you ever been uh, randomly selected? Yeah. For a for a additional screening? Mm-hmm. What happened? I've had it where, like, when I took my Xbox, where they were checking my Xbox, I've had cocaine in it. And uh, and then they Did just, they find it? No. <laughs> they, but, like, where they just touch your full body. They just do a full, like. They touch do. my body. I hop out every single time. And they do, because I'm going to get searched anyway. So, yeah. like, I hop out. I've never gone through that scanner. You and just go through the metal detector? Uh, yeah, I go through the metal detector, and then they do that. They're like, "You want to go to a private room?" I'm like, "No, nah, just do it right here." And then I just stand there, and they and people look at you like, "Oh, what is it? What happened to that guy?" It's like, oh, fuck that shit up. I, John, I it's just out. It's just the TSA agent like going, like, "You want to get out of here?" <laughs> <laughs> you go back to my place. This is what pissed hey, me so off. Fucking drunk I make, right now. I make sixty thousand dollars a year. Come on, <laughs> I can take care I make three hundred. Hey, I have a. <laughs> he's like, I have a place we can go. <laughs> but, this is the part that pissed me off. The one time they didn't they didn't pull me out for random selection, yeah. right? And this is before I opted out. They didn't pull me, but they pulled my wife out with my son. My son's two, and they do the thing on his hands. Oh, the bomb fucking two for and bomb fluid. Yeah, I'm I'm turning red. I'm like, why the fuck are you doing this to him? It doesn't make any sense. Pat down my wife, and then my son go to him and put the the thing on his hands. Ugh. But then do me, like I, I was the one that was like, no, the the two year old made the bomb. He's the one. <laughs> He's the worst. He trained him to make the bomb. I know it. I Damn, think yeah, dude. TSA is. I don't know. You know what's wild is if you um shoot a gun, like if you go to a gun range the day before, mm-hmm. they have to a- they ask you like, hey, like, are you going to be flying in the next twenty four hours? And if you say yes, they're like, oh, well, we have to give you this pass, because if you don't get this pass from the gun range, they can check your hands for gun re- gunshot residue. Yeah, and if they find gunshot residue on your hands, then you, uh, then it's suspicious. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like, hey, having bomb residue on your hands is not illegal. It's not illegal, yeah, but it's suspicious. It's suspicion of crime. Ninety nine percent of people should not have 
bomb residue. Here's where More I agree. More than 99. 99.9. Here's where I agree with the First Amendment activists. Oh. Is suspicion a crime? Yes. No. What, what is it a misdemeanor or is it a felony? <laughs> no, answer the question. Answer the question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what you're saying is suspicion's not a crime. No. So being suspicious, that's like, oh, we yeah, but dude, but when the hey, fuck hey, when the hey, fucking hey. cops show up hey, hey, hey. or the TSA says it's suspicious to have bomb residue on Sean, your hands. Sean, Sean. If yeah, I, is if it, I yeah. didn't know you, if I didn't know you and I was standing behind you at the airport and they checked for bomb residue on you and they found some, I'd be like, I'm glad they're checking his bag. <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh, you wouldn't start filming and defending a fellow no. citizen? No, not you. Be like, no. Hey, why are you why are you searching him? Although when you're when you do fly, you do consent to all those searches. So I'm not saying it's unconstitutional. Oh, did I tell you the story about the toothpaste? Have we talked about that here? No. So I was traveling a few weeks ago and it's crazy because sometimes they'll just won't check your bag. I brought the same amount of toothpaste, put it in my carry on, and I've gotten through without checking anything, right? So I go through the Austin airport, fucking my toothpaste is fine. And then we're literally flying from- There is meth in this toothpaste. We're flying from, I think, I think we're flying to Vegas from Boise. We're flying, and I go through the TSA, same toothpaste. My bag gets put in that little side area. They're checking through it, and he finds the toothpaste. And the guy, man, this guy you could tell wanted to be like a real cop, but he just didn't have the bone structure. <laughs> and he looks at me, he goes- What's this? And I just go, oh, it's toothpaste. And he goes, <laughs> so you just think you can fly with this? And I'm just like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Like me, it's not worth the fight. So I'm like, oh, yeah. shit, my bad. And then he's like, he goes, yeah, you can either go back to the front and ship this to your house for 25 bucks or I got to throw it away. And I'm like, yeah, throw it away. Like, yeah, yeah, but I'm not going to let you. You should have grabbed it and just been like, oh, I'll <laughs> yeah. put it on your mouth. Dude, goes, just, now I'm minty. <laughs> can I, can I see minty? it? Give me a kiss. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> so I go, you can throw it away. And then I stop real quick and I just ask him and I go, hey, man, this is no big deal. Why is it that in some places, like, when I flew here, I had in my bag nothing, and now you have to throw it away. And he looked at me, and he goes, because, unfortunately, some TSA agents don't care about our national security. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I go, okay, fine. And I then I get through with bomb residue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then I walk away, and then uh, the tour manager comes through, and he just goes, yeah, man, it was crazy. There's this TSA guy. He's just yelling about toothpaste back there. And I go, oh, yeah, that's mine. <laughs> Apparently, he was back there just going like, yeah, look at this. People uh, think you can just fly with this. If you have this in your bag, make sure to take it out because I ain't letting it through. And I'm just like, what the? Who is that guy? That, what Dude, is wrong with that guy? They it, love their job. It's like um, it's it's power. That, it's that one scene from Inglorious Bastards where the Nazis in the house like, I sing like a jewel. They are, you know, like, I will find the toothpaste. Yeah, yeah. The difference between. Yeah, Do you yeah. know the difference between the average Nazi soldier and myself? The average Nazi soldier thinks like a German soldier. <laughs> Not me. I think like a Jew. I think like a man who puts toothpaste in his suitcase. <laughs> where, where would I put the toothpaste? Yes. I, in an obvious area where anyone could see it. I think like a man who travels with illegal things like bombs or toothpastes. <laughs> 
like a rat. Yes. <laughs> I do not mean that in. Um, there are there are two. <laughs> there are people that are very similar. Terrorists that would like to fly planes <laughs> into buildings and people that would like to have shiny teeth <laughs> while they travel. <laughs> In my eyes, they are the same person. <laughs> Until proven otherwise. <laughs> Until proven otherwise, you are a terrorist <laughs> to me. And Why, I, is this Colgate or is this a bomb? <laughs> and I, I hate to get hung up on this bomb residue thing, yeah. but I want to talk about it. What is... This is the title of this episode. What is bomb residue really? It's it's bomb residue is just a, a series of chemicals. Yes. Anything can be used to make a bomb. Yes. And we're going to talk about all of them right now. <laughs> no, my thing is, Sean. Like, dude, propane. Can, you can make a bomb with propane. Yeah. What if I'm a propane salesman? What if I'm like Hank Hill? Wash your hands. No. <laughs> <laughs> or like in any explosion <clears throat> straight from the FBI. Hi, if, if you're watching, are you cool with this? I, don't, I know you no, don't want to get swatted. Going. No, keep going. Okay, I don't want to get swatted. Hey, uh, hey, if we get swatted, I won't even hear it because my chainsaw is going to it out. <laughs> no, don't think we have a chainsaw. And the SWAT team will be like, let's get out of here, boys. <laughs> They'll be like, Zoinks! <laughs> They'll be like, Zoinks, Scoop, he's got a chainsaw. That's the FBI when they swap people. <laughs> yeah. Zoinks! Dude, I mean, a lot of guys on SWAT teams, like, you're kind of a pussy if you're at the back of the SWAT team. Zoinks! Oh, Pablo Escobar was actually the old man by the bridge. <laughs> they rip his mask. Pop, George Bush, <laughs> you were Pablo the whole time? That yes. would be funny if SEAL Team 6, when they shot Osama bin Laden, they captured him first and they're like let's see who he really is uh, dick cheney <laughs> i mean he kind of you know i mean they were they were friends <laughs> okay tell all right the, um tell anyway the beautiful listeners that, bomb that's a bomb resident and i apologize we're not exactly experts on bomb uh chemistry in any explosion there are two distinct sources of explosives residue to consider Residue attached to or associated with fragments of a device, container, or nearby object. Correct. And residue gleaned from surfaces or items that are not associated with the explosive itself. Could you go ahead and click on that link, Josh? So it sounds like anything can be bomb residue. Yes. Um, unexploded material, bulk material, and explosive residue. Residue. A trivial case can be an explosive charge that fails to detonate completely due to a failure of the detonator, some inhomogeneity hom in the main charge, or for some other reason. Um, if you scroll down, maybe there's some more info uh, that would be helpful for, for our listeners here. Distribution of explosive residue, empirical relationships, distribution of residue. I mean, where can you scroll down? I kind of want to see that just what the types of residue there is. There is. The FBI tells you how to make a bomb. They're yeah. telling you how to make a bomb right now. Well, yeah. I'm glad I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, math. No, the FBI wants more people to make bombs so they can they can swap more people. The FBI loves action. Oh, nitrate? That's a thing. Nitrite, nitrate. Dude, if you work on a farm, what if you're just a simple farmer in Winfield, Indiana, you're making corn? 
You mm-hmm. use nitrite in your You're soil. Probably, my thing is you probably wash your hands. You, you won't have bomb residue. What if I'm in a rush and I'm a farmer and I need to get to the corn convention? Okay. I get to the airport. I have nitrite on my hands. Then you don't. Then and they, they say, sir, you have bomb residue on your hands. I say, I'm a simple farmer. I love this country. I hate the left. If you're a simple, under if, attack. If you're a simple farmer, you do not love this country. <laughs> because this country has abandoned simple farmers. <laughs> if you are a simple yeah, I'm a simple if, farmer. If you are it a simple, is bomb residue, yeah, bitch. Yeah, if you're a simple farmer flying, you're you're gonna start an attack. <laughs> simple farmers Sir. don't have the money to fly. Simple farmers have been attacked in this country. They do not have the money to fly. Yeah, like I get there and they're like, sir, why why do you just have two suitcases of fertilizer country, and a lighter? This country has clipped the wings of the farmers like those farmers have clipped the wings of the chickens. <laughs> There's no flying in the farm industry in this country. This is a no-fly zone for the farmer, <laughs> no-farmer fly zone. No, but then what they do You is, get on Spirit Airline where you deserve to be. I'm they, surprised there hasn't been a terrorist attack on Spirit. Let's let's cut that out of the episode. <laughs> no, no. You're, you're, you're surprised. Have you seen the? Uh, well, no one attacks the airline itself. Yeah. Oh, you mean like? What do you mean by that? I just think an attack on Spirit. You mean like an incident? Like an incident on Spirit, or do you mean? I think like, the the pilot would just let him on. I feel like Spirit pilots would just be like, "Come on, just uh, I don't want to fight." I think if you pick a uh, a plane. You want a, a good load of fuel on it, and those have very little fuel compared to the larger ones. Yeah. Because you want to do as much damage as possible. That's true. Man, I shouldn't have said that, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, look. We're in an industry on flying, and we're attacking the TSA. We're looking at bomb residue. like Yeah. And four to six hours, it says, is what it stays on your hands for. What is, yeah. So yeah. that's the thing. If you're touching a bomb, yeah. But so if you just is, made a bomb, don't go into the airport. Just here's what I'm, here's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, just because I shot a gun a few hours before I get on an airplane, um, that doesn't give you the right to search my fucking asshole. <laughs> well, you're gonna you're gonna you want to finger my asshole? Okay, go ahead. That's <laughs> weird of you. You want to finger my asshole just because I shot? Because I'm cool. I shoot guns. Do you think the TSA has prevented attacks? I think yeah, yes, most definitely. Let's let's. The weirdest is when it's like an old person. And like a, and like a wheelchair. That is so a- make, so ageist and, and ignorant him, of and you. And they make him stand up. Oh, you're saying the guy? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. When they I make him like the TSA, sta- like it's literally a person flying to their own funeral. <laughs> <laughs> like where it, like they're flying to the hospice care. Yeah, like they they're, you know, they're just like <gasps> they don't even know where they're at. They're like, is this 1922 or am I in hell? And you're just like, let them go. Just let them. Uh, TSA agent fails 67 out of 70 tests <laughs> with red team members repeatedly able to get potential weapons. <laughs> <from checkpoint. laughs> We're so what? fucked. We're so fucked. <laughs> Paul Airport achieved the same 95% failure rate to detect explosives. Oh my God. An illegal drug. Hey, pay him. Hey, because the guy's broken. He's tired. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Holy shit, dude. They, they caught Cat Williams with a, a gun in the TSA. Yeah, because he had it in his hand when he was going through the... Said it found one firearm for every 197,000 passengers in 2021. That rate doubled to one firearm detected for every 97,000 passengers. Jesus Christ. So more people... So air the number of air travels went down 
and the number of guns seized went up. Mm-hmm. You That's guys, not a good news for our country. You guys don't ever remember what it was like before the TSA. I do. You do? Where you could like just meet your family at the gate. Yeah. yeah. It was cool. I remember that. You could literally just meet your family at the gate. You could eat at the uh, like one of the restaurants there. That was like a thing. Like, we'll just sit here and wait and eat. And then when they come through the gate, we'll... We'll surprise them. Yeah. Well, and now, and now if you're too happy, they beat you. <laughs> they're just like, why are you excited? And I'm like, oh, my mummy is coming. And they're like, no, she's not. Are you happy because you're going to destroy this country? <laughs> yeah, we found bomb residue on your mommy. She's going to get Mo. <laughs> Mommy's going to get Mo. <laughs> Think about it. All the Seinfeld episodes where you see him waiting at the gate and everything. Yeah. It's like... To other people, like, that's so foreign. Like, what? People people did that? That's so unsafe. I mean, I don't... It was like a bus. It was like waiting for a bus. It's really funny that they have a 95% failure rate to detect explosives and, and weapons. Yeah. It, have you seen their... Like, dude, so many bags go through. Like, I, I get it. These aren't like, these aren't like military level people. These are literally high school dropouts. That's cold. That's a lot a of them are. No, but it's cold. like high school or like, you know, fucking people that just need to get a job. You saw them. They are all tired and they hate their jobs. Yeah. But that's because people don't like them. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think if they came with a little better attitude, I think more people would like them. The way they talk to some people where you'll it's ask like them like a of- simple question like, hey, man, do you, do you have the Hey man, do I have to take my laptop out? Uh, yeah, and it's just like, oh man, I'm sorry. Well, Some places you don't. No, and that. Well, and here's the whole. I mean, and I don't know this for sure, Tony, but I'm pretty sure that part of the security of the TSA is the fact that it's not synchronized across all of the airports. Because if you synchronize the process across the airports, that becomes a flaw. Because now I can, as a terrorist. Um, I know what's gonna. I know exactly what's what, what my experience will be, no matter what. If I'm trying to get a gun through, man, you're saying no, all the keywords for the algorithm. No works. matter what airport I go to, so that's why they switch it up. Sometimes it's shoes off, sometimes not. Sometimes it's laptops out of the bag, sometimes not. That's part of, part of the security is the uncertainty. Sometimes we take your Colgate and sometimes we don't. <laughs> yep. I just think it's sometimes, laziness. I don't think they're that smart. I really think it's just laziness. And that laziness will stop the next attack. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. The TSA, they're great people. It's a night. I mean, I'm, I want to fly private. I'm never. <laughs> I'm flying private from now on. Are you? You're going to spend $180,000 on flight? You you can get an Uber. There's like Uber for private air, air, airports. Yeah, it's probably like fifty thousand dollars. Look how much Uber for f- private is. Private jet. Yeah. It's time to time to live large. Uh, access to nine thousand aircrafts. Mm. Seven grand a year. Ugh. You can get a helicopter ride for like two fifty. Yeah. Oh, I saw that once. You can what? get where Uber sixty five hundred dollars per, per flying hour. What the fuck? You yeah. got to pay for the the fuel. You got to pay for the pilot. You got to pay for the stewardess. You got to pay for the cocaine. Yeah. No, I saw a thing in like New York. Like Uber was so expensive, it would have been cheaper to rent a helicopter than it would have been to just take a regular Uber. That's hilarious. Yeah. Because of the price surge. Didn't uh, Kendall Jenner get in trouble for like taking like a nine minute flight? Oh, I saw that. Look that up. Look. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, someone took a nine minute flight, uh, like from like 
across town in a private jet. 17 minute flight. Yeah, click that. <laughs> a 17 minute flight, the super rich who have absolute disregard for the planet. Okay, okay, Guardian, Kylie, relax. Kylie Jenner has faced a, uh, a torrent of criticism for her decision to take her private jet on a flight that lasted just 17 minutes, but the practice of taking brief journeys on luxury aircraft appear to be common among the rich and famous despite mounting concerns over climate crisis. Jenner, a 24-year-old socialite and businesswoman, has faced online opprobrium. What is that? Opprobrium. Opprobrium. After she posted an Instagram picture of herself and her partner, rapper Travis Scott, on the runway of the airport. Where did they go? Wow, that's crazy. So they flew This from, is in L.A., right? Yeah, they flew from L.A. to Van Nuys. Yeah, but how long of a drive is that? Probably like an hour. For the first... Can you go up to the graphic again? Let's see. So for the trip's first leg, it was two different ones. For the first trip's leg... Jenner's plane flew 27 minutes to Van Nuys from, I guess, Thermal. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where that is. After landing in Van Nuys, the plane flew another 17 minutes to Camarillo. Van Nuys to Camarillo, 17-minute flight. Damn. Go down a little bit? Yeah, but how long is it drive? Absolute disregard <laughs> for the planet and being 30 a, minutes. Climate a full-time climate criminal. <laughs> Twitter charges her. As, <laughs> hey, you're not you're not just a climate criminal. You're a full time. <laughs> estimated that her 17 minute John would have resulted in a ton of carbon dioxide emission, which, while itself not a huge amount, is about a quarter of the total amount of carbon footprint of the average cl person globally. The trip would have taken Jenner about 40 minutes in a car, causing just a fraction of the emissions. But Jenner who took an even shorter flight lasting just nine minutes <laughs> between the same two locations in June is far from the only celebrity to make short hops using private aircraft rather than driving or using public mm. transport. Public tra Yeah, Kylie Jenner is going to use the bus. Yeah. She would get attacked. Yeah, she would get killed. That's my thing. It's like when they're like, when they tell the super rich, just use the bus. Yeah. Hey, mm. hey, none of us want to use the bus. When I get the chance, maybe I agree. Maybe don't take a 17-minute private. Maybe take the 40-minute car ride. Uh -huh. I'll give them that. Maybe do that. But the bus, the goal is to never have to use the bus again. Yeah, That's everybody's goal in this world, to never have to get on a bus. Yeah, I mean. As a I kid. Apparently, Drake is the worst one out of everybody. I love that. I love got that. five tons of emissions, apparently. <laughs> oh, man. 18 minutes. In Hamilton, Ontario, Toronto, Ontario. That's like, dude, that's, dude, I love that, man. Drake's just like polluting on the weekends like usual. <laughs> Mark Way Wahlberg, too. in the deep end like usual. It says equal to the average annual global emissions of, of one person. Yeah, but he's Mark uh, Wahlberg. He's more than just one person. He's. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg is an industry. Yes. Yes. And you got to think to those people, that hour is a lot of money to them. You know what I mean? That hour yeah. wasted in traffic. Oh, I'm not surprised people are upset. They're right to be mad at this, said Jack Sweeney, creator of the Celebrity Jets account, which uses data from company that tracks aircraft transponders. Dude, do you know that guy? No. Jack's, dude, this, this guy, so this is super fascinating. I don't know if you've heard of Elon Jet. Have you heard of that? No. Dude, this is super cool shit. Um, so, well, it's interesting. I don't know if it's cool. There's a Twitter account. It's called Elon Jet, and he made another one called Celebrity Jets. 
It's a, it's an automated Twitter account. And what it does is it uses publicly available, uh, data. Yeah. Uh, from the, uh, cause it is available. If you want to find, uh, yeah, eight ADS dash B data, right. That's basically the government, uh, an exchange where you can write a, write code and get flight information for any flight. Wow. Including the name of the people on the flight. You can find out who owns the jet. And so what this Twitter account is, is they autom- he, he's automated it so that every time Elon takes his jet anywhere, the starting and ending location are posted on this Twitter account. <laughs> and go down, it shows the number of like, it shows like, look at this. Uh, this is uh, September, is that today? September 16th? No, it's a while ago. Friday. Landed in Austin, Texas. Flight time, two hours, 16 minutes. He flew from... Uh, he landed. Took out, he went from Hawthorne to tech Austin. That's Look at that. How many gallons? So it's 1,100 gallons. gallons 700, seven, 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 seven grand for in fuel. fuel. 12 tons of CO2 emissions. Wow. How do you, is this, how do you feel? Cause some people think that on the one hand it's pri- this is too invasive. You know, it's like, why, why are you trying to find fucking t- tell the whole world where this guy lives, where this guy's at all the time? Not just Elon, but in general, like any yeah. person. But on the flip side, it is public data. Yeah. But the thing is, should the data be public? I think so. Damn, he flies like every no, I think, day. Bro, I think, he flies all no, the I think time. so, because I think if these people, if these people, the super rich, do something fucked up and we need to find where they're at, we can track their aircraft. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, if you're going <laughs> to... I think so. Let them know where, like, what are you hiding? They, everybody can find our flight records. Yeah. Everybody's records are open for the public. So why is it, like, literally, I can do a background check on you today for, like, 10 bucks. You can pay a company 10 bucks and do a background check on anybody. Mm-hmm. So why is it different for them? No, that's that's true. I just look at it, like, I think it's crazy that he has this Twitter account, but I, I think it's also, it's also cool because, like, it's kind of like the same thing where it's like these politicians that care about global warming, but then you look at their flight logs and they're flying private or they're flying. It's like, do you really care? It's my mission. Or it's like my actor, whole life actors that give global warming speeches and then you find out they're doing 20 minute plane rides. Yeah. To Saudi Arabia yeah. to hang out with the Saudi prince. It's kind of like what we saw. It's kind of like what we saw with the Martha Vineyard thing this past weekend. Yeah. Oh yeah. With the, um, so what, so I followed this. So what happened? So <clears throat> DeSantis, right? Yeah. Republican. He, I, I, people are saying they're going like, gotcha. What the Republicans did are so great. I think it's just fucked up on both parties. You're, you're literally using. Real, so what happened exactly? So for people that don't know, uh, illegal immigrants that live both here in Texas and in Florida, fucking Greg Abbott and Rob DeSantis put them on a plane to Martha's Vineyard and was like, ha ha. If you was it from the Texas from, from or I thought Texas it was from like Venez- Florida. I thought it was from Venezuela. No, no, they were from Venezuela, but the, Inish- these okay. are illegal immigrants living or immigrants uh-huh. living in Florida and Texas now. And then they flew them to Martha's Vineyard and be, to be like, oh, if which is where in um, Massachusetts. Okay, like, like an, an island. Uppity, it's no, it's an uppity like vacation spot. Okay, and they had like they're like, oh, they're welcome here signs, but when they showed up, they kicked them out pretty fast. 
Right. And so my thing is like, people are like, haha, the Republicans got them. Isn't that cool? I look at it uh, where fuck both sides because you're literally using real human beings as a political pawn. As a political pawn and almost trafficking. Hey, Ron DeSantis and Greg Abbott, you're almost trafficking these humans and you're just sending them somewhere else and then, you know, they could get lost over there. It's like both of both sides are fucked. These are real mm. human beings that have no home and you guys are playing political fucking battleship with real with children. There are children. Yeah. Yeah, you know you want to know what I they think. They were doing that in California too. Huh? They were doing that in California. Yeah. California was shipping people. Dude, these are real. Hey. This is the thing. People forget. These are real human beings. And if you say we have a border crisis, that's fine. But don't put it out on these human beings. Hey. These are fucking people that have lost. The, you know, they come here because they're scared of their life. Da, 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 and you're literally flying them around. Dude, you're belittling human beings right. as a political pawn for like sensational news. It, it's fucking disgusting. The politics. The politics of this country. No, I, I mean, here, here's, I, I agree. I mean, I think that, you know, like, they should stop complaining they had a free ride with Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> That's pretty fun. <laughs> that is true. That's cool. They also, because I bet you Martha's. Give them money and a cell phone, too, sometimes. Yeah. I bet you Martha's Vineyard had those, has those fun little uh, taffies. Look what happened with saltwater Vineyard. Because they kicked them out fast, dude. Martha's Vineyard. Like for any any amount of time you spend in Martha's Vineyard is a good time. That's they, what I always say. That's up, what I've, I've always said that. They were just like the, the rich. They were like, we love the Mexican. And then they showed up and then they're like, oh, there's so many of them. We love them in small <laughs> amounts. <laughs> 48 migrants um, were lured to a hotel where they were housed for two days, according to Salazar. Quote lured, by the way, quote lured. And then the lured. migrants were flown to Florida and then to Martha's Vineyard under false pretenses, he said. The sheriff said uh, they were flown to Martha's Vineyard for a photo op and stranded. He believes the migrants were exploited and hoodwinked into making the trip for a political posturing. The sheriff has been speaking with an attorney who represented some of the migrants for firsthand accounts of what took place. Yeah, Disgusting and violation of human rights, he said. I'm with the sheriff. It is funny, though, dude. It is funny how we're using now, we're using real humans as a political. But is that new? That's not new. That's been going, that will, that's been going on forever, yeah, and it will continue to go on yeah, forever. That's true. Kissing babies. I love children. Or not in a weird way, but. Joe Biden <laughs> loves that part. Yeah. When it comes to kissing. Putting his nose on. <laughs> yeah. Nose. Literally, that's why he, that's why he got into politics. He goes, "You're telling me I can I can kiss a baby?" No, he's just like smoking a cigar in like a like a back room. Like, hey man, it's all about the noses in the hair, baby. That must be dope, though. What? I. It's funny. No, dude. it is a serious, but it's like, dude, you know, you look like it's wild. What's it? What? What is it like to like be one of these migrants? Can we talk about also like what's the? I mean, like. Dude, the whole this goes back to language, dude. The left calls it also. There's so many fucking layers, dude. Even just saying the left and the right, every time like the everything is feeding into like giving the fucking media money. Can, can I make a point real quick? Yeah. Left versus right is a fucking illusion, in my opinion, an illusion, right? Yeah. To get us to fight each other. But if you're, but in order, on the one hand, some people call them migrants. Some people call them illegal immigrants. Right. Yeah. Or worse. And so it's like, what's, what's the appropriate 
way to address these people that give them dignity. You know, I think because it's I like I think you don't fly them midgets, midgets. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. asylum seekers. I think it's asylum. You're seeking asylum, is what you're doing. No, yeah. those are that's Cubans. Cubans are asylum seekers, but if you come over as a Mexican, you're not. Oh, yeah. like what do you what, like? A uh, Cuban can 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 say that they are seeking asylum, right? And then now they stay over here, but a, Mex- a Mexican but cannot. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that because of like the treaties? government? Something, I don't know. Dude, you know what's... Wait, so, like, can anyone seek asylum in the U.S.? Or is it only from certain if countries? If they get... If they, like, I think it depends. get here. If you're, like, a political... Like, let's say... Let's say if you <laughs> were a translator in, like, Iraq or Afghanistan that helped the American military and you get over here, you can be considered, like, an asylum seeker. Hmm. It's, like, certain people, like, hey, have you helped us out? It's, like, shady shit. Wow. Hey, did you do us hey. the the U.S. government is like the mob. Hey, did you do us a favor? <laughs> Come on over. You, you know, you know who should seek asylum? Ron DeSantis. Can we look up Martha's Vineyard real quick? I want to see what the place looks like. Go to images. Oh. It's an actual island. Oh, those people look, look. Those people that live in Martha's Vineyard, you could tell we're just like, what is going on? Because Martha's Vineyard is probably the same attitude like that lady in Illinois who goes, you went to Chicago. Oh, yeah. She goes, you know. Haven't you seen the news? You know, black people live in Chicago. I bet you that's the Martha's Vineyard attitude. I mean. Oh, I can't imagine what this lady right here is saying. She goes. No. Josh. She goes, that area, sir. You need a reservation for brunch. <laughs> Sorry, pa- Pablito. Reservations only. And he goes, my name's actually Juan. I don't care what your name is. Do you have a reservation? You don't have a name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you're just listening, uh, Josh, I don't know why you assumed that uh, this person on the left is the migrant. Either Literally, one of these people could Sean, be the migrant. Sean, you don't know. That is the most aggressive body language a white woman can have. Two pointing, two <laughs> pointing fingers up. You, you know what's funny? I never said that he was the migrant. I just said, what do you think this lady's saying? <laughs> and you said. Wow, yeah. And I, <laughs> I tried to bust you, and I, I revealed my own hypocrisy. Yeah, you did. That lady is actually the migrant. That, that, that white lady is from Venezuela, yeah. and this this is our local. I don't even know if that's a white lady. That's a white lady. Is it? Yeah. Who cares about her that race? Is a, She's a Martha's Vineyard citizen. Yeah. And she has rights. She has the right to not be accosted. That's so crazy. What a crazy, crazy world we live in. That guy's aggressive as fuck in the middle. The guy's like, the, mm-hmm. the white guy's like, can I go inside? I have a reservation for brunch. And he just goes, uh-uh. <laughs> he goes, this is my vineyard now. <laughs> hey, here's a pitch. Let's spin this all into a Netflix deal. This is a Netflix show that's waiting to happen. Fifty. It's a game. 50 migrants go to Martha's Vineyard and they compete <laughs> and 10 of them get to stay. 40 of them get Dude, busted the back to the... Kids. Like, that guy's just recording these children. Like, it's but sad. No, jur- it's the sad. journalists are doing their jobs. The journalists are doing their jobs. That's you not can't a- fault the journalists. They need to make content. Hey, Tony, it's called content. That's true. It's called content. We are taking advantage of these kids. I was going to say, you're looking at the them. pictures right now. That's true. We're taking advantage. We're worse. We're worse than the journalists. At least they're getting. We're scummy. They're getting food. Yeah, but like there's food in Venezuela, too. <laughs> Is that fucked up? It's just super expensive. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, I, and, hey, 
just recently, I'm, I'm proud to say that I know where Venezuela is on a map. So I'm pretty proud of that. I heard, I heard, and if this makes you feel better, I heard the migrants took a 12 minute private jet. <laughs> so in a way, they're they're the problem. Yeah. Can, <laughs> hey, can we talk about the carbon emissions of the of the migrants? <laughs> no one, no one, no one, on, no one on the left is looking at are, is is, up, is uproarious about the uh, that, the carbon be, emissions of these. That'd be funny if Kylie Jenner was like, "You think my carbon emissions are bad? Look at the migrants. <laughs> <laughs> That's fifty people on a bus." That's half a car. That's half a ton of CO two. Sure, I use five to get to lunch. And my thing is, at least I had a destination. At least I was going home. These people don't even know where home is. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> How about you find out where your home is before you go on a bus? Here is my message to the migrants: manifest, <laughs> migrate out of my country. Have a sister that stars in a successful porno. <laughs> hey, uh, if you want to make it in this country. Time to flex that. Time to pop that pussy. That's what you <laughs> Should we do a Venezuelans are hot right now. Do you want to do another fun story? Uh about uh about Brett Favre? Ooh, yeah. Let's see. Um uh, machine. I think it's Which one is it? Not no, that was that one's mine. Well, do you, we can look just look it up. What's the story? Uh Brett Favre. Was it the first one? Maybe. Look it up. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Santa came today. Brett Favre texts, can you go up a little bit? Text show his role in Mississippi welfare scandal. Have you heard about this story? Nope. So, Brett Favre, a very successful NFL quarterback. Uh, Who did he play for? He played for Green Bay Bay Packers Packers most of his career, then played for the Jets, and then for the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. Uh, Can you look how much money Brett Favre has made his entire football career? And uh, he also has like he also has lucrative deals with like Wrangler. I think like with a car company. Like he does a lot of commercials too. Mm. Brett Favre is worth about a hundred million dollars, right? It's not bad. So this guy is in Mississippi, one of the poorest states in the country, right? One of the poorest states. And uh, Culturally? his daughter, his daughter right. plays volleyball, right, <laughs> okay. in college. And he was there, and he was like, you know what would be really nice? A new volleyball facility. So instead, you know, as a rich guy who has probably rich friends and has power, right, where he could be like, oh, we could do like a, a fucking, a, a, like a donation thing where I could invite like 40 NFL players and we could like sign autographs and raise money to build this new volleyball facility. Brett Favre. Uh, decided to go to his local government and uh, talk to local politicians to take money from the welfare fund to build a new volleyball facility at a college that probably has a lot of money as well. Yeah. Farva said publicly that he did not know the funds were welfare dollars. But that's the thing. He said that. And after he said that a week later, texts came out between Favre and the and the politi- uh, and the politician where he literally texts like the treasurer, the treasurer. And he literally texts the text the guy. He goes, are you sure no one's going to be able to find out where this money came <laughs> from? <laughs> so go, oh, down, no. go down, go down, go down. Let's see. Go down, go down. Uh, can you look up the text? Oh, go up the text. All the text messages stuff right there, right here. 
Uh, the text messages were first reported by Mississippi Today and came to light uh, on Monday through a court filing in a civil case spurred by the largest public spending scandal in the state's history. The state auditor uncovered $77 million in misspent welfare funds in February 2020. Holy shit. Uh, the state filed civil lawsuits against 38 defendants. Um, can you look up Whoa. what the text said, Josh? Because there's pictures of the actual text. Oh my God! Go to, yeah, go down, go down, go down. Tony, why are you going after American Hero? That's not a hero. Uh, <laughs> that's an old man. <laughs> okay, f- at four thirty-five p.m. If you were to pay me, is there any way the media can find out where it came from and how much? Uh, knew the the guy goes no. We never had that information publicized, and I understand you being uneasy about it. About that, though, let's see what happens on Monday with the conversation with some of the folks at Southern. Maybe it'll click with them, hopefully. (laughs) Okay, thanks. And then he goes crazy. Okay, thanks. Wow, just got off the phone with Phil Bryant. He's on board with us. We will get this done. Awesome. I needed to hear that for sure. So, that's so he's what? For volleyball. Hey, I think that's what upsets people the most. You're doing this for volleyball? No, he's doing it for his daughter. No, but for have her play like a good sport and then take money. Swimming. Volleyball? No one watches volleyball. That is I, nuts. Dude, imagine. I don't even know how to feel about it. I think... <laughs> Honestly, I don't really care that he. I, I, I'm like, I still love him. I think I he's still a love hero. Him. I think he's a hero. That's the most patriotic thing you could do. Yeah, you're right, Tony. Use your power to get money to build an arena for such a useless sport like volleyball. <laughs> that is patriotic. That's what this country was built on. Tony, not only that, but he reduced the size of the welfare state. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Also, he what people that- aren't talking about, they didn't show the other texts that Brett Favre said, if you are poor and you can't afford food, you know, you needed that welfare money. He said you get 50% off at all concessions at the volleyball game. <laughs> oh, yeah, tickets are still full price. Tickets yeah. are still full price. But you get 50% off the hot dogs. I, I can't do comps. Nacho- I'm sorry. I, I can't just, do comps. I just, they, they can't, they don't let me do comps. What is he learn with text messages? Because he got in, not in trouble, but they, he sent a dick pic. Oh, yeah. And then to a masseuse. That, to a masseuse, and that blew up. Yeah. He's always getting in trouble with text messages. Yeah, yeah. He's Because he's an old he's an old man. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't realize that texts are, like, not private anymore yeah. or never were. That's so, so funny, dude. I mean, I honestly, with Brett Favre, I'm like, dude, that money could have gone to those migrants. <laughs> you know? That money could have gone to something you, good. You took a hot dog out of a Venezuelan kid's mouth. That's why, dude, that's why when I, when I hear, because Brett Favre is, like, one of those guys who used to say like uh, is he Republican he he used to be like fucking oh people just want health insurance fucking how about you get a job and earn it and it's just like when when guys like that say that and then they do shit like this it's like yeah go fuck yourself yeah also you're being a welfare uh you're you're accepting welfare like your your daughter is now on welfare also 
You you're, got a stadium. You're worth a hundred million dollars. Donate the fucking. You're, no, no, no. You're you're friends with some of the richest athletes, celebrities. You get money from Wrangler every year for doing a dumb commercial where you're on a truck, uh, fucking putting hay on a truck. My favorite is Copperfit. Yeah, Copperfit. He does that. Fucking, literally one. You you could do one little fundraiser and raise the money. Right. Also, what university does Brett Favre's daughter go to? Because I bet you, I bet you, it's a nice university. They probably don't even need a new volleyball. Also, volleyball state. Let's really think about this. Volleyball stadium. What is a volleyball state? You don't need a stadium. No, for it does. Yeah. Fucking volley. Southern Mississippi. It's a public research university with a main campus. Jesus. I mean, dude. It's nuts, dude. It's crazy. I need my daughter to play volleyball at also, the highest level. Oh, signs with LSU, which is a huge football. It's like a, it's a huge sports, it's a huge sports school that has lots of money. You know why? You know why? I Tony, I, I figured it out. You know why Brett is having all these problems? Why? Is because when he found out he was going to have a daughter and not a son. Oh. He went on a rampage. <laughs> he went on a classic Brett Favre rampage and said, my legacy dies with me. And they're fucking throwing shit everywhere. What is a woman going to do? People don't know this, but I, I, I heard this is when they went, you know, to find out the gender of their child, him and his wife, they went there and the doctor says, oh, the Favres, you guys are like, you're going to have a daughter. Brett Favre took the doctor. He grabbed the doctor by the throat and said, if you don't make him a boy, I will steal from this state. <laughs> if you don't make him a boy, if if you don't make him a quarterback, I will make sure she grows up to be a volleyball player, a sport no one cares about. And I'm going to steal money from the poorest in this state to, to put in the volleyball program. And the doctor's like, but no one cares about volleyball. No one cares about volleyball. He's like turning blue. Yeah, no one cares. He goes, then make him a boy. And he goes, uh, you I don't know. That's not how science works. <laughs> That's not how he goes, your daughter could pick her own gender maybe when she becomes of age. And he goes, no, no. I want her a boy before she comes out. <laughs> Run it again. <laughs> Run it again. Dude, if... If I, I mean, man, if I ever have a, find out I have a daughter, I'm going to tell the, I'm going to tell the doctor, run it again. And then if he runs it again, still not going to pull out my glick, my blicky, run it if, again. If, if when I find out that I'm having a daughter, I will light a cigarette in the hospital room and I will go, first off, that's not my daughter. And second off, you're not my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I always knew you were a cheating whore. Yeah. My sperm only creates men. <laughs> my sperm is man only. I talk to my sperm. Every time I come, I talk to my sperm. I tell them. I look at them and I said, what are you? And they're like, we're men, sir. And I go, yeah. <laughs> I've been drinking nothing but Mountain Dew and eating nothing but Tostino's pizza rolls. I have manly, man only sperm. <laughs> What what if he was uh, set up? For example, he was set up. They need a donor. We need somebody who has a lot of money, <laughs> yeah. a name, right? Yeah. And so he's now the donor, so that people don't ask where the money comes from. Because it was what fifty million dollars that they 
that they took in total, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not all going to the building. That's going to also the contractors and the people that put that together. How much money did they get? You know what I mean? And yeah. then now Brett Favre takes the fall because, you know, just play yeah, devil's advocate. But my here. thing is, my thing is, I, I agree with you mm-hmm. until he sent the text. Are people going to know <laughs> where the money came from? Well, I'm not saying he didn't know that he wasn't donating the money. Maybe he was doing it for a friend. Like, all right, man, you can do it under my name. Just make sure everything's clean. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. You know what I mean. He's, he, Brett Favre's the fall guy. He's always been the fall guy. I've said <laughs> yeah, that. I don't yeah. think I don't think Brett Favre's the fall guy. <laughs> I don't. He's I, a, I get Brett where Favre's you're coming the, from. He's the victim in all this. Yeah, yeah. I just I have a my gut uh-huh. says he's not the fall guy because did you read the tweet? So there's this uh, this author who's written a lot of uh, sports biographies. He's and he wrote one on Brett Favre and he tweeted out like, hey. Don't read the book on Brett Favre because he goes, he goes, uh, this guy mistreats women. He's not a good guy. This is not a guy. After reading this, this is not a guy that we should look at as a hero. Even the guy who spent like months and months writing a book about Brett Favre is kind of like, because the dick pic thing. Worse than Big Ben. The dick pic thing was kind of like a, people were like, oh, he sent a dick pic and it came out. But it was kind of like sexual harassment. Well, no, the, the reason he didn't get it's because people started making fun of him said he had a little dick. Yeah. So that's what kind of threw him. It was like, well, we already made fun of him. But what, like you're saying, he's worse than, than Ben Roethlisberger? No. No, Ben is pretty bad. Okay. Yeah. Ben's pretty bad. I don't know. I think, uh, yeah. They can't all be Russell Wilsons. That's Russell Wilson? Yeah. No, not Russell Wilson. I know. I said they can't all be. Like, he's yeah. good. He's a good person. Oh. Well... Yeah, you can. <laughs> See, you know, you guys are bringing up all these all these people that are playing sports, and it's like, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> what are I these care, Marvel I don't heroes? Care, I don't care about. I don't. I don't care about what they do on the field. I care about the fraud they do off the field. Like honestly, I'll, the last thing I last thought on Brett Favre. You look at it right. The guy, like, who were we really like? Who, why are we mad at him? Because he took money from who? The Mississippi taxpayer. Fuck the Mississippi taxpayer. <laughs> no. Mississippi, what are they paying in taxes? Nothing. Yeah, because a lot of They're them, simple farmers. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're terrorists. They're simple, broke people. Have you driven, bomb juice all have, over their yeah. hands. Have you they're driven, bomb juice have drizzled. Have you driven through Mississippi? They could have used the money. <laughs> Mississippi. Hey. Some oh, parts of I'm Missis- sorry that. No, no, no. Some parts of Mississippi. I. I remember driving through it with Rocky and we're like in Mississippi and I look around and I go, oh, I didn't know when I fell asleep, we took a plane to Fallujah, Iraq. Like some parts of Mississippi looks like a third world. Like it looks like a, like a bomb went off. Dude. It's just like a, like a farmer. With, look up like Mississippi. Like it's just a farmer with like a bucket on his head. <laughs> he goes, I'm making corn. Yeah. It's like, and then they hate their little. Go to images. Well, you're gonna get so like biased. That, yeah. Look up Mississippi bad. <laughs> like it's like falling apart. Because uh, Mississippi used to be uh, a very pr- vibrant, vibrant uh, black, black, uh, black state. Where after the Civil War, a lot of uh, black people built like their towns up and black businesses and then kind of like what happened in Tulsa where they Mississippi burning. Yeah. They burned down the city. 
Have you been there though? Have you seen I've the news? I've driven through it. Have you seen the news? I Mississippi's. <laughs> it's not great. Education. Wow, it was not. Education's at its lowest. It's a tire fire. Yeah. That's a bummer. It's just it's sad. And Brett Favre, you know what Brett Favre should do as punishment? He shouldn't go to jail. He should have to go in that neighborhood and just go. I'm sorry. <laughs> go to the neighborhood by himself, no security, and just see what happens. Just be like, explain to the to the poorest of the poor of Mississippi. Be like, yeah, but my daughter. She, she wants. A, she wants to play volleyball. I know no one gives a shit about it. I know no one. Cares. I don't even care about I it. I don't care about. I don't even love my daughter. <laughs> I wanted a son. <laughs> yeah, he's just going to order. Like, look, I'm. I, I I didn't want any of this. We should have Brett Favre on as a guest. I mean, I'm sure those people still got whatever money that they had for welfare or whatever. It was more like the middle class who paid for it. They're the ones that got fucked over no, the most. I don't, I don't think the thing is. I don't think. They got the money. I think it's one of those things, kind of like during COVID, when, yeah. they, when they were like, ah, we ran out. Because this, he took money during COVID. When people, this, this happened so around the, so 2019, the LA 2020. Lakers or Clippers? Yeah, yeah. During 20, 2019, 2020, mm. when people like were losing jobs, couldn't work. Yeah. So they, were, they weren't even just taking money during like when people could get a job. They were yeah. taking money from people when literally jobs weren't existing and people were going hungry. And Tony, you know what Brett Favre did? He created jobs. He, no, and that's what you don't, what you created, don't fucking understand. He created six jobs. <laughs> he, he created six jobs. You know how many people it takes to build a volleyball stadium? No, man, it's a net. <laughs> <laughs> it's two guys. You, you need a guy to paint the lines. <laughs> you need a guy to build the net. You need a guy... I gotta supervise those two guys. See, that's three jobs, Tony. Three is, jobs. And this is why I'm pro trans people joining women's sports, because if if the volleyball team had some men on the team, whoa, no, they're not men. They're not the team. men. All right, women. Trans women. women. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean, like like women, but they no. Please tell women, us how progressive you are. Women, no, women that are built like men. Women that are built. You like, still can't say that. They're built like men. What is a man? What is a woman? <laughs> That's the real question. Oh man, we really. Oh shit. Hey, look, Guess we're going no, to no jail one's perfect. Tonight. <laughs> Guess who's going to no, jail? It's we don't. You know. The tr the, no, no it's I think I think as punishment, I don't think we should punish Brett Favre. We should punish the daughter and the team. They have to play trans <laughs> <laughs> have to a volleyball play team of all trans women. athletes every week, <laughs> every week, and they have to get just destroyed get thirty-six to zero every week. Just, just get bam, bam, bam. And you know what? I love <laughs> that's hey. You want to get people interested in volleyball? I would watch that. I'd watch the shit out of that. Brett Favre's daughter just getting pummeled. The ball's coming. Her hit in the head. She gets fucking concussions. You get CTE in volleyball. Now you're talking. Now you're just like daddy. Now you got women like beating the shit out of their boyfriends because of the CTE. They're like, I don't know. I was just something came over me. I just started hitting him. You know, I think that team has to play nothing but trans. Volleyball athletes just <laughs> lose. They just have to lose every week, and I'm cool. That's yep. On the taxpayers' dime. That's oh, what we need to pay, spend getting, our tax dollars we're on. We're getting canceled. No, I mean we don't have we enough need, views to get canceled. No, but so. now we no. We're, we have to double down. Double down. Kill. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, th I think the older just people kidding. on Facebook are gonna like it. 
Yeah, our older our our average fans is like eighty nine. Yeah, our what? average fans are on very very. Nice. Our average fans are on ventilators, <laughs> but they're young. They're young ventilators. Yeah, they're young, young on ventilators. They're young and unwell. Let's do one of your stories. Um, I uh, I have that one at the end. Um, so I don't know if you've been following. Peloton is not doing very well. Mm-hmm. I just think the whole idea of attaching a television to a to a psych to a like a exercise bike mm-hmm. is not an innovation. No. And the fact that like Peloton was even like a hot thing for for at all is crazy. You know what their their, their business model is? What? You buy the bike, then you pay a sub, everyone's subscriptions now. You pay a monthly subscription for the content. Mm-hmm. Which is like some dumb bitch going. How much is yeah, the month? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like eighty or like, hundred uh, a month. Yeah, it's you get cr- all the classes though. You get all the classes. They have classes on the TV. Classes. It's a rowing machine. Just have an audio recording of someone going pull back. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Pull it's a back. simple. There's weights too. There's small weights. So like, it's a class where it's like you can choose oh, your forty four dollars a month. Jesus. So the whole like, which also requires, so you pay four grand for the machine, but then they're like, you have to get the fucking subscription. Yeah. Or it's three, three grand or the rowing machine is three grand, but, um, no dude. So I just, I just, I, I want to shit on, I fucking Peloton is so funny to me because it's, it's the perfect example of a bunch of rich people that want to start a business. Um, and they, they want to like, but like, they're like, Oh, like let's try to like, twist this this business hey exercise bikes is a boring fucking industry it's boring Mm -hmm. it's like selling hard it's like selling on a mic Mm -hmm. no you're not going to be a billionaire selling podcast mics you're not going to be a billionaire selling fucking uh you know Water, uh, yeah. water bottles. Yeah, you are. Maybe. Yeah, you are. <laughs> no, okay. Let's especially me, in the future when water <laughs> starts to, you know, maybe in the water wars. But then a million dollars won't be worth anything. A billion. So are they? The, go, are their stocks going down? Oh yeah, their stocks taking a hit. Um, Peloton. So last month, the company reported widening losses and declining sales for its fourth quarter, marking six consecutive quarters of, of losses. Um, and so they're just not doing well. And the yeah, and they're so they're adding a rowing machine, thinking that the rowing machine's going to save their company. Also, it's kind of crazy to think, like, because a lot of Americans are going through a tough time to think, oh, we're going to release a high-end exercise equipment. Yeah. A bike, a rowing machine. But you also have to pay 50 bucks a month. For the rowing classes. For the class. It's a fucking, it's a fucking rowing. You it's can like, literally, because my thing is, it's crazy, dude. Let me see something on YouTube. Rowing class. You can literally get uh, a rowing class, 20-minute rowing class for free on YouTube. Here's a 30-minute one. Here's a 50-minute one. Here's a 25-minute one. You can literally get the classes for Tony, free. Tony, 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 Tony. You're <laughs> missing. You are missing the point. Oh. Those classes are for the poor. <laughs> My rowing classes, I want it to be someone I know. Who are that, teaching the rowing? Can you look up the, the actors? Oh, of Peloton, Peloton instructors? Yeah. Th- let's These are the crazy class. people. I don't know who the fuck. I, w- I don't know who would take that job. No, just instructors. I, not just rowing. I want to see them all. The biker, the cycle. Go, go, let's go. You're a, you're, you have a beautiful view of oh, 
Cody Riggs, man. Which one do you want? I like Cody. I'd pay 50 bucks to hang out with Cody. That's the business. It's, it's to see Cody's beautiful face. I don't face. even know him. Uh, oh, you don't? I thought you were. He these like are a- the Peloton instructors. They all look like. Amazing. They do look amazing. They, they also look like. That's the way the classes look. <laughs> they also look like they've, uh, they've hurt a lot of people. Wait, can you go up, Josh? I think I saw a really funny uh, graphic. It was uh, Peloton, uh, or go down. I think it was like Peloton instructors to choose based on your mood. Can you keep going down? Keep going down. Right here. Yeah, that click that one. Is that it? Oh, no. Maybe. Um, anyway. Go down. Go down real quick. Olivia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Click on that. Best Peloton cycling instructors based on your mood. No, the ones with the... Yeah. <laughs> Click on... Yeah, let's see. So if you're pumped oh, up... I'm feeling if, silly. If, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's why I like Cody. Because I Cause feel silly. <laughs> so these are the best Peloton cycling instructors based on your mood. If you're feeling pumped up, you get Kendall Tooley. Because Kendall Tooley, she will not just get you a good workout. She will also pump you up to do the things you've always wanted. Right. Do you want to commit state fraud? <laughs> get Ken. Kendall's actually from Martha's Vineyard, and she like loves it out there. And you should definitely... like If you're ever in Martha's Vineyard, you should hit her up. Because she likes loves meeting Peloton, her fans. And she's hey, just pumped up. You know how you guys uh, feel naughty right before you go on a bike ride? Naughty? <laughs> what does she do? Is she just like... This is porn. It's porn. <laughs> fucking... What does Leanne Hansby do? Does she just like lick the bike handles? She goes, just make sure to... Oh. Yeah, it's like ASMR she's bike just, ride. She's moaning. She goes, oh, that bike seat. Oh. Yeah, pump, pummy, pumping, pumpy, pumping. <laughs> naughty? I do feel naughty when I look at her. Fair enough. Wow. Let's not objectify her. She's a she's an athlete. She's the naughty one. Why is she naughty? What kind of naughty? Uh, I, is I, it sexual naughty or is it like crime? <laughs> <laughs> let's keep it going. Keep it going. Don't tell anyone about your tax fraud. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep it going. Keep it going. You will stab your husband in the back. Five keep more seconds. Going. Ten more seconds. Pump, pump, pump. Leave your family after this workout's done. Be naughty. Be naughty. Be naughty. Yeah, this. She's a no, oh, I tried naughty, naughty, and nice, and then it's I tried. All I right, can you go back to the 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 main? I list? love the Peloton instructors based on your mood. So fucking funny, dude. Let's see, based on the mood. Let's see what what else do we got? We got okay, so we got not These suitable for work. There's a what's Jen Sherman doing? Not wait, they actually do like porn workout. Is that what that That's is? Nostalgic. These aren't. Oh, you want to know what, what nostalgic <laughs> is with Dennis Morton? I've done it. It's not good. <laughs> so what he does is it's you're in a it's back in like the 1940s. Okay. Uh-huh. It's, it's a whites only workout area and a black only workout area. <laughs> And halfway through your workout, the black instructor tries to come in to take over, and he looks at him. What's the guy's name? I think his name's Jeff. Dennis, Dennis Morton, Morton looks at the black instructor and goes, you know you don't belong in this room. <laughs> and it gets really awkward, and then goes, all right, five more minutes. Let's five, go. six, seven, eight. Yeah, it's bad. Oh, she just cusses at you. 
Ow. That's why it's not safe for work. Ow. What okay. It, like you want okay, I have a theory. I think most people that are paying for Peloton are rich CEOs and rich executives and all they do is they just jack off to Go up real quick. They just they just jack off to Jen. Yeah. Cursing. Oh, yeah. Unmotivated Alex, I like that. When probably, <laughs> probably motivates you. Exhausted. There's also sluggish. Also invincible. Is that for someone who's Robin on, that, That's for if you're on cocaine. <laughs> and and you're like, you I up. will. You literally, if you say, if 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 before you work out, you just did a big old line and you go, I will never die. <laughs> you need to take a workout with Robin Arizona because she will kill you. Yeah, it's like you you were. Here's what you want to do. Say so. Say you're in this situation. You just got your Peloton. You've been up for 45 hours. <laughs> You've done a lot of Adderall and you just fucked your girlfriend eight times and she still didn't come and you need to work out. You want to use Robin. Robin's going to give you the workout you need. That is crazy professional. I like, I like these Matt. aren't moods. I like Matt. He's prof- It's a professional mood. Yeah. Matt's like optimistic. You'll get that promotion. Optimistic. If you go to Tunde. Tunde will not safe for work. What kind of dude? What if Jen is just like, "Come on, you fucking midget"? <laughs> she goes, "I hope there's no midgets." Wow, dude! For fifty bucks a month. Oh, she's pregnant. One of them is pregnant. So these are like celebrities. These yeah. instructors are used. Tony, do you realize that tens of people sign up for Peloton every year? Tens of people. And yeah, how's uh, the Peloton stock doing? Can you look it up real quick, Josh? By the way, full disclosure, I am a majority shareholder of this stock in this company. These are celebrities, though. No, they are. They're f- famous. It's in the toilet. Fuck Peloton. Wow, I'm so glad. down 27%. Fuck you. You shouldn't have even been a company. Eat shit and die. Wow. Jesus. They're, they're not go back doing to well. The, go back to the list real quick. So basically, all of the Peloton investors... Are currently working out with Alex because they're unmotivated because their <laughs> stocks are down. Uh, sluggish. So Jess is getting a lot. Yeah, she's getting a lot of workouts by the the investors. They're not Robin. None of the investors are working out with Robin. Yeah. no, no, no one invested in Peloton feels invincible right now. Nostalgic, they might. Of the past. Yeah, they are working out yeah, with Dennis. Dennis. Goes. Remember when our stock price was ten times its current price? <laughs> yes, Dennis. I remember. Pump it. And no one's feeling candle hasn't been used. Coat, you work out with coat, you're feeling silly like you're going to kill yourself. <laughs> what does that yeah. mean? What's a silly workout? Cody's just like, he's doing, what if Cody's just doing bits? What's the deal? I don't get it. These trans, he's doing really edgy, edgy, like cringe, edgy hack, like material. Man, that's weird, man. What's the deal? <laughs> She's just doing Jerry Seinfeld. What's the deal with airports? That was the whole episode is what's airport. What's the deal with sweating so much when you work out? It's crazy. I'm trying to work out, but I don't want to be that sweaty. I'm like smelling bad, but it's like I want to look good. I smell bad when I look good. If you were a, a mood for a Peloton instructor, what would yours be? I'd make a new category. What would it be? Sean Riley. I'd be the instructor. You know what my mood would be? What? Venezuelan. They need a, no, your mood would be incel. <laughs> incel. Yeah, where's the incel instructor? Yeah. What's up, incels? What's up? 
we're going to get in shape, not to prove to women, but to prove to ourselves. Yeah, we're going to get in shape so women come to us so we can reject them. Let's go. <laughs> they Pump it. One, two, three, four. Women are below men. Honestly, if, if Peloton wants to get their stock up, bring an Andrew Tate. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bring an Andrew Tate. He doesn't even work out. He, he just sits there and lectures you. I'm not even trying to insult women. I'm not trying to insult women. I don't even insult women right now. I'm not but even they're trying to, stupid. But they're stupid. <laughs> yes, Andrew. Yes. You're you're on the bike. Get off the bike. You don't have to get in shape to prove to a woman. <laughs> I, I have many millions women, of... Yeah, women should love you for being a fat fuck because you are a man. <laughs> women... If you... <laughs> as a man, if you as a man... <laughs> as a man, if you're getting in shape for a woman, you're wrong. Get your bitch on this bike. Your bitch should be on this bike. Your bitch needs to be in shape because you're out there working. <laughs> working on the weekend like usual. Uh, yeah, just playing Drake. Bum, bum, bum. Should we do one more story bum, and then bum, get bum. out of here? All right. We'll do one more. What do you want to close on? Uh, I thought this was a funny headline about the Pope. Ooh, I'm always, I, I love the Pope. The third one. So the Pope says supplying weapons to Ukraine is morally acceptable for self-defense. Mm, okay. I'm not totally in disagreement. Just go down real quick. I don't think Ukraine should exist, but... <laughs> <laughs> This is a political decision which can be moral and morally acceptable if it is done under conditions of morality, Francis said. He what does that, that even mean? Can you read it again? What does that mean? <laughs> this is a political decision which it can be morally and morally acceptable if it is done under <laughs> conditions of morality. He ex expounded on the Roman Catholic Church's just war principles, which is allow for the uh, proportional use of deadly weapons for self-defense against an aggressor. Aggressor nation. Self-defense is not only licit, but it's also an expression of love under, for the home. I hate this is great. Someone who, who does not defend oneself, who does not defend something, does not love it. Those who defend something loves it, said he said. Okay, if there's anything that I don't want to agree, like put my eggs in and believe this is like good, is the Catholic Church's just war principles. <laughs> Let's look at all the wars the Catholic Church has started and how many of those were just. The Crusades, those were just wars. Those were holy wars. Pope is praying for the martyred Ukraine. What I am, martyred Ukraine. Oh, what I am trying to say is war is good. <laughs> it's a good thing because they think, look at us, look at us. We have been under attack for having sex with little boys. <laughs> And the thing is, people say just stop it, and we will not stop it because we love the little boys. We must defend the kids. We must defend the kids <laughs> with our cocks. <laughs> <laughs> what if the Pope just had like a hey, like a New York Italian accent? It can be immoral if the intention is provoking more war or to sell arms uh, or dump arms in that country no, that it no longer needs. The motivations is what in large part qualifies the morality of the action. So the Pope is going to weapon manufacturers and say, it is okay to sell, it is it is fine to sell the weapons. I talk to God, he is chill. <laughs> I talk to God. I talk to God. <laughs> God is chill. But you must go with Lockheed Martin because our pension, <laughs> our pension fund is only invested in Lockheed Martin. And also, you cannot give the contract to Northrop Grumman. You cannot give the contract. And, and also, once the war is over, you must Stop giving them guns. <laughs> but we hope for a long war. Because <laughs> <laughs> because a holy long war. <laughs> a long war that lasts decades.
decades and decades. I put all my money in Peloton <laughs> and it is not going well. I thought the not suitable for work workout program was going to do very well. But it we will save Ukraine <laughs> with the not safe for work Peloton program. Dude, I want to. Oh. It's, it's just crazy how he just goes. War is immoral unless you do it to to make money on it. Even though he knows war is about making money. Yeah, dude. I mean, I just. I would not exclude dialogue with any power that is at war, even if it's with the aggressor. Sometimes you have to carry out dialogue like this. It smells, but it must be done. That's he yeah. talks like a mobster. Something smells bad. The dialogue is always a step forward. Always, yeah. Something. Uh, sometimes the aggressor does not accept dialogue. What a pity! But dialogue should always be carried out, or at least offered. And this does good for those who offer. Uh, uh, hold. Uh, let's back up. So, what the Pope is saying is, you should negotiate with terrorists. You should talk. Why are you not talk to Al Qaeda? Uh, hey, I talking to Al Qaeda. They wanted the. They wanted the deal. Why you not deal with Al Qaeda? So they bombed the, the. So they crashed the planes. <laughs> Uh, sometimes the aggressor does not accept the dialogue. What a pity! Also, I wanna. We're talking about like election fraud in this country. I wanna check the the votes for the pope. For the pope? Yeah, he's been well. In power. I mean, it was unanimous. He killed everyone that voted <laughs> against I, him. I am the pope. Hello, I am the pope. <laughs> and I like three things. I like little boys. I like peloton. And I like all-out war. <laughs> I like a. There's nothing better. than Nothing better than a long holy war. A long holy war. I like war. a long holy war. I like a long holy war. <laughs> also, I don't know, man. The Pope is saying it's okay to do war. Here, I okay. get it because the the Catholic Church has been a part of some of the greatest battles and the longest battles. I hope you mean greatest in like the great capital G greatest senses in like the most atro atrocious yeah, tragic. Really, they have like the greatest. Yes. It's funny. I just I think it's why even answer that question. I mean, there's a lot of different perspectives. War is moral. War is always moral. <laughs> war is always moral. No, there's no war. Here's the thing with the Pope is like here's where he's wrong. War is is amoral. There's no morality in war. War is about money, mm -hmm. and money is good. And that's why war is always, if, if you can, that's why I own Peloton, is they're actually trying to get this defense contract <laughs> for the Ukraine soldiers yeah. to train with the invincible <laughs> Peloton instructor. Yeah, They're going to make, I don't tell anyone I said this, the fucking, the Ukraine soldiers are going to train with the invincible Peloton instructor and they're going to be invincible and the Russian soldiers won't be able to kill them. They'll be like, I They're feel rowing so fast. <laughs> They're rowing so <laughs> fast. <laughs> it's going to be the Ukraine soldiers. Look on, how silly they are. By. Look how silly they are. They're rowing so fast. Those silly soldiers. I can't, I can't see them. They're so silly. They're silly and they're invincible. What? <laughs> And that one's naughty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a soldier with pasties. <laughs> come I'm and feeling get, naughty. Come and get me, Vladimir Putin. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> he won't die. And the Pope, yeah, and the Pope, the Pope, if if the Pope trained with Peloton, mm -hmm. he's doing what the pastime one, what, what, which one was that? 
uh, nostalgia nostalgia back in the time where you could molest boys without the newspaper calling you out <laughs> back in the good old days the 1770s yeah dennis is like remember the good old days the 1400s the pope's a creep i'm just gonna say it he's a creep he, no he is he no he he himself has not uh molested a kid there's no, there's, is there, is there, is, I, I don't know. Is there tangible evidence? Okay. Can we look up Pope France, his thing on the whole, the, the diddling thing? How am I supposed to type that in? What look, do you want me to look type up, in? Look Pope, up Pope Diddle's kid. I know. Uh, no, XXX. Pope, Pope, uh, Pope Catholic Church. Just look at Pope molestation allegations. Let's see if anything shows up. Or are you talking about something specific? No, just look up, yeah. Abuse. Oh, he's shamed. What do you say? Pope Francis like, says, all of my buddies. He is shamed. <laughs> <laughs> all <laughs> of my friends. <laughs> they touched the kids. Did you priest in France as one of his closest advisors pushed for the inquiry into the sexual abuse of children in the clergy in Italy. Landmark Tuesday found that at least 330,000 children were sexually abused by the clergy and lay members of the church institution in France over the past 70 years. 300, 330,000. Um, pump those numbers up. <laughs> Peloton wished they had those numbers. Uh, there was unfortunately, unfortunately a, a considerable number <laughs> that is considerable there number. is unfortunately a considerable, considerable number. What's an unconsiderable number? <laughs> Two two hundred thousand? Would you have been like, hey? I would like to express to the victims my sadness and pain for the trauma that they suffered. It is also my shame, our shame, for the inca incapacity of the church for too long uh, to put them at the center of its concerns. Similar trauma are not repeated while calling on Catholics in France to work towards ensuring that the church is a safe place for all. The church will never be a safe place for all. That's the whole point of church. The church is becoming is becoming a safe space. A safe space. That's good. The, the Catholic Church in other countries must now find the same courage as the one in France. I hope in Italy too. The church is not immaculate. Unfortunately, it is also made up of sin and crimes. Huh. Oh wait, but if you look at that, the church is not immaculate. Unfortunately, is it all? It is also made up of sin and crimes, many of which are moral, moral war, a moral crime. Yeah, it's funny. The numbers in France are frightening, but here we could have up to one million victims. Simply hearing "I'm sorry" is laughing. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> I am. I am because it is funny. It, it is. is it's funny. hilarious. He's like, I am very sad. In 70 years, 330,000 children. I told them to stop after. I say, you pick your one kid for life. <laughs> you pick your one kid. One priest, one kid. <laughs> but you want to fuck around. Yeah, to fuck around is sin. You pick you, the boy you love and you live with the boy forever. <laughs> even though, yeah, I know they get less attractive when they go through puberty. It's disgusting. When they grow hair, it's like, ew. Oh, uh. France's pledge of zero tolerance. 
I know we got caught. <laughs> I know, but now we have a zero po- tolerance policy. We for- we thought it was a good thing. We thought it- we thought we were bonding. I would like to thank a Peloton for the support <laughs> in this whole we were, time. It was our fault. We were watching the naughty Peloton <laughs> workout videos. I got out of control. <laughs> we were sweating. I felt invincible. I felt so invincible. <laughs> I blame Peloton. <laughs> Yeah, so that's good. More than 1.5 million supporters from 180 countries now power us financially, keeping us open to all and fiercely independent. That's good. All lies. Constant lies. Hey, how about... You you know what's so... Unlike many other guardians, has no shareholders and no billionaire owner. Just the determination and passion to deliver high-impact global reporting. Oh, okay. Fuck the guardian. Okay. Whatever. They're all right. I don't know. That's crazy. Are they a nonprofit? Whatever. Who gives a shit about the Guardian? That is crazy. Three hundred thirty thousand kids in France. Yeah. You know what they could have done? Instead of assaulting those boys, they could have they could have created three hundred thirty thousand soldiers <laughs> to fight in a just war. They are God's soldiers. <laughs> They're soldiers of God. Yeah. I'm a soldier of God, Tony. Did you know and that? Every time I hear shit like that, it just I don't know. I, I, it upsets me. What? 300,000 kids getting molested obsess you? No, 300,000 kids getting molested and it's proven. And then like the CEO of the company, the Pope, which is basically the CEO of the company just goes, Oh, we're sorry. And then everybody's like, look at him. He's old and sorry. I'm a very ashamed. Where it's like, dude, literally fucking Harvey Weinstein. What he did was horrific, right? He was sexually abusing. Yeah, some of those movies were yuck. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Come on. (laughs) You haven't heard that take, bitch. Stupid. (laughs) Sing. All right, continue. What Harvey Weinstein did was terrible. The movies, how he treated women both equally. Those are Sean's words. <laughs> no. <laughs> I want to be the next SNL cast member. I want to be the next SNL cast member. Uh, no, but what I'm saying is, what Harvey Weinstein did was terrible, right? Uh-huh. And it, like he abused a lot of women. Nowhere near the number of what. <laughs> oh yeah. The Catholic Church, dude, three hundred and thirty thousand. Harvey Weinstein <laughs> probably looks at those numbers and goes. Is this possible? Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's Calling crazy. a secretary, Cheryl. When Harvey, when all that shit came out, instantly everybody was like, "Fuck it, we're taking down Harvey." Jail. He was like, he was fucked. Which is good. He, yeah. Which is a good thing. Right. It's a good thing that we took him out. But the Catholic Church, oh, we are sorry. It's tra- also, also, you must look at some of the boys how they were dressed. <laughs> you the, hey. were, were they asking for it? You gotta look at the both sides. You gotta look at the both sides. When a boy comes into my yeah. clergy and he's feeling sweaty because he just got done working at the Peloton. <laughs> hey, you know, you. It's like at the Chappelle bit where you wear the horse uniform. Let a priest fuck. Just let priests fuck women. Ah, dude, it's a, I mean, I think that was against I, the, the Bible, no, but, though. Yeah, do they look at the Bible, the Catholics? Do they look yes. at the Bible? Or like, don't they have another Bible? Or something? No, that's they're they they're the Bible. The Catholics are New, the Bible. New yeah. Testament. Oh, my bad. That's their constitution. When they're when they're getting arrested, they're like, "Am I being detained?" That's a great point, and that's actually why they're no, none of them got arrested. 
is because they like for some weird reason in, in this country or, or like the whole the holy law literally it kind of in a lot of ways supersedes the law of the whatever country you're in yeah they don't pay taxes they're a non-profit i mean it's like dude i once uh i don't know if i told you this but i once there was a a, a priest that got caught doing some terrible things and uh, i told a family member like oh man it's crazy what happened to that priest right it's ter- horrific right and my my family member just goes, yeah, it's terrible, you know? He gave great sermons. And I was like, that's, I was like, that's not the pro- that was What the fuck? I was talking about the, the kid getting hurt, like, physically and mentally. And she's like, it sucks. He, he was a great priest. Man, he, when he would go off, he would go off. <laughs> he would speak Roman like no one else. He would speak in tongues. Dude, speaking in tongues is, I mean, like, but, you know, People, hey, but if religion works for you, go for it. Well, it if religion out. works for you, go for it. But like, you know, let's let's have some accountability. <sighs> wow, we did it. We did two hours, we, right, Chaji? Uh, one forty-seven. We covered. We, did it. we covered a lot. Peloton. We covered Brett war, Ford. sports. We did. It was a fun. We episode. did it all. So if you don't like sports, there will be something for everyone. A little something for everyone. We got canceled on multiple different we angles. Said, we said the M word. We said the N word, the M word, the not the N word, but the M word. No, oh, which is <laughs> no, um, but yeah, no, this was fun. This is good. No, we I, talked about yeah. chain songs. That was good. We healed our friendship. We did heal our friendship. I feel a lot better. I feel a lot better. I feel a lot better. I think now that Josh took my side, I feel a lot better. I do too. I think <laughs> I need to. I need to work on my snoring, but I, I think. No, I, that's not. That's not the. That's not the. No, I do. I agree with you. You were trying to get some rest and. I get you wanting to get some rest. Yeah. But I think we agreed, like, if you find a better sleeping arrangement, so I'll just notif- let me I'll know, notify, notify me, and then we're good. And I'll I, serve you. I'll, I'll serve you papers. <laughs> no, but uh, like always, you can find me at Comedian Tony Casillas. Uh, also, make sure to like and leave a comment, man. Um, that helps. The comments we've been getting and the messages have been awesome, man. Please fight in the comments. Don't. We need more fights in our comments. I don't like fights. I want our fans to be friendly. No, fight. We want a holy war we in want, a common I want, I want a just war, <laughs> a holy just, war, yeah, a war of a, th- a thousand year war. Also, uh, in the comments, let us know what Peloton mood you what, are. Yeah, what Peloton mood you are and why. And uh, yeah, I got some dates coming up. I'm going to be this Thursday. I'm going to be in Fort Worth, Texas doing stand up on the spot. Uh, if you don't know, it's a show uh, hosted by Jeremiah Watkins. That's really awesome. Where you do not do material. You have to go up and the audience suggests topics where you have to riff on. And uh, it's nerve-wracking, but it's a fun fucking show. And there's a lot of amazing comics on it. Myself, Ralph Barbosa, Liz Splat, Audrey Stewart. Joey uh, Smith. And Joey Smith. And uh, Jeremiah's coming out down for that. We're And it's live. Like, we're shooting it. It's going to be on YouTube. <laughs> it's like a little special. So if you're in the Fort Worth area, That's get so. your tickets now because it will sell out. Yeah. That's and there's been a lot of other episodes, mm-hmm. so then, check it out online. It's fucking fun. And it's then fun. I'm going, and then I'm going to be featuring for the most liberal comedian <laughs> this weekend, JP Sears. Yeah, if you're on the right, I would not recommend because, <laughs> like, no, we, we get a little edgy, but JP's like a clean, you know, he's, yeah, he's clean. clean. No, I love JP Sears, yeah. but I'm going to be featuring for him at the LOL San Antonio, and then uh, next week I will be in, I will be in Florida. South Carolina, 
Charlton, South Carolina, and Asheville, North Carolina with Trevor Wallace opening. So if you're in those areas and would like to see me, I do a 30-minute set for the Trevor show. So That's dope. And Trevor's awesome. His show, his hour uh, is really fun, man. And uh, so if you want to come out to that, that would be dope. Hell yeah. Uh, Sean Riley Comedy. Um, tomorrow going to be in North Korea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, I got uh, uh, tomorrow, or I guess Wednesday, depending on when you listen to this, it'd be last minute, but I'm in the finals of the um, uh, Funniest Person in Austin comedy competition uh, at Cap City. So if you're local in Austin, thank you so much. That's The crowd will not be making that noise <laughs> at the end of my set. You've been um, killing it, man. No, I'm happy to make it to the finals. It's pretty cool. Um, uh, kind of surreal because, you know, anyway... Um, that's fun. And then this Saturday, I'm doing um, a show a show at a convenience store. Oh, I heard it's it. called Business I heard it. Hours, I, I think. Heard it it's called right. Business Hours. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, it's a very... So if you like indie, kind of like niche indie shows, let me look up the Friendly Rio Market. Look it up if you're in Austin. Come out. The show's at 9.30 on Saturday. You can probably grab tickets online for that. I'll share it on my Instagram and shit. So come out to that if you're in... Uh, and then... Uh, I'm in Houston the following following weekend. Can we do some st- stuff in Houston, Secret Group Houston the following Saturday? So if you're in Houston, come out to that. Fuck um, yeah. I'll and say hi. I'm way cooler in person. And then yeah, Josh, uh, check me out at thecomedyfrequency.com. And Battle of the Sketches is now live on Film Freeway. So if you have a sketch, make sure to submit your se- sketch to Battle of the Sketches on Film Freeway. Fuck yeah. All right, and yeah, leave us a review on Apple, Spotify. That always helps us, you know, get more reach and shit. And uh, thank you guys for listening, man. This is this is this is a fun one. Bye. Bye.